welcome to Sparkle Speak. This is a podcast sponsored by Sparkle, which is a Christian women's ministry designed to connect women with the purpose of inspiration and encouragement. Each week, we will interview a new guest who will share her personal experience with Christianity. Whether you identify yourself as a Christian or not, this podcast is for you, and our intent is always to inspire one another through our own unique and individual stories of how God has moved and shaped us. Wherever you are listening today, we hope you enjoy this story of faith. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Sparkle Speak. I'm your host, Catherine. And between the last time we posted an episode and today's episode, I actually had a baby. So if you hear my little boy in the background for any reason, either I'm sorry or you're welcome, depending on how you look at it, I guess. Um, I also have another one that may be screaming in the background too. So Either way, sorry about that. But um, today we have someone very special with us. Her name is Abby. And actually, Abby is expecting as well a little baby boy, too. So that's exciting. I'm sure she'll chat about that a little bit. But um, yeah, thanks for being here with us today, Abby. Of course, I'm happy to. Yeah, um, I actually know Abby through my mom. They met in Nashville, and then um, we kind of got connected through her. So She's awesome. And I'm really, really excited for her to share her story with us today. So Abby, do you want to just tell us a little bit about you, like what you do and your family and where you live and all that good stuff? Of course. Yeah. So I met your mom. She actually was someone that my husband and I sought out her and her husband to be our like mentor couple as we were engaged and getting married um, that season. So yeah, we lived in Nashville and now we actually just recently moved my husband and I to Georgia, just an hour north of like Atlanta area. And I work from home as a health coach um, with a like app online um, or on your phone or whatever. Um, and so I help people just be healthier and I love that. And then yes, we are expecting our first little boy. It's our first child of like together it's our first child overall but it's a little boy so that's so exciting yeah Yeah. except for your your furry babies right yes we have our three um three cat children that we did not mean to have (laughs) dogs and somehow we got three cats um that's so funny yep we love them and they're they're our babies right now so I don't even know how we're gonna like you love your human children apparently a lot more than you love your first children. So I don't even know how that's going to happen. Yeah. It's so strange. I remember that with our dog too, but like, he's still our baby at the same time. So, oh my gosh, I'm excited for you. It's going to be really, really fun. It's a great season of life. Um, well, thanks for being here with us. And, um, I say this every time, but it's just amazing to see how God works in all of our lives so uniquely. And um, like I said before, I'm really excited to hear your story and just hear how God has worked in your life. So let's get right into it. Um, but this is the question we ask everybody, and um, we'll just start here. But what does Christianity mean to you personally? Okay, great. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's like the simple answer of like what you're taught in like Sunday school where it it's, you know, to become a Christian, you have, you do the ABCs, like you admit who Christ is, 
um, and that you need a savior because you've made mistakes. You believe in Jesus in God and that he sent his son Jesus to save us and you confess that. Um, so I feel like that's like the super easy, simple Sunday school answer, I guess. But um, I think for me personally, like what it means to really like be a Christian in my life and live life as a Christian. Um, I think of the, it's like C.S. Lewis, I believe, do not quote me on that, but um, <laughs> I think of the analogy from like C.S. Lewis, or it was a book that I read where it talked about how being a Christian is like living like a fish out of water. Um, and at first you're kind of like, oh, well, that sounds super uncomfortable. Um, fish out of water can't breathe, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're struggling. It's uncomfortable, all of that. But I think the reality when you look at it is all of us, whether we're Christian or not, are like fish out of water. We live on this earth where things are uncomfortable. There is pain, there is suffering. There's a lot of just things that we don't love about (laughs) what goes on in our world. And um, I think being a Christian is being aware that we are out of water for this short period of time, but we're going to be reunited and get back into water. Um, So one, one day we have that hope of like knowing that it's okay to be uncomfortable for this short period of time because we have that eternal life to have hope in um, where we'll be comfortable and we'll be reunited with Jesus. And yeah, I think that is what it means more to me in the sense of like living with that hope and that anticipation. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Where it's like, there's something greater than just the physical of what we see on earth today here and now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I remember maybe it was C.S. Lewis who said this too, but again, don't quote me either because I don't know, but I think it was like every human is born with a God-shaped hole in their heart, and we all just have this longing to fulfill that hole, and like sometimes we don't know when we're born that God is what's going to fill it, but as we learn about him and we hear the gospel and we, you know, read his word and meet people and, and actually dive into what Christianity is, we start to realize that like, oh, wow, you know, that's the missing piece that maybe I've been searching for and didn't realize, you know, because, yeah, I think we're, we're all born with the desire to know God, but we're not all born necessarily with like the wisdom of who God is necessarily. Yeah, totally. Well, and I've kind of heard that analogy and like that you seek things to fill that hole that might, that aren't God. So it's, you know, it's not going to fully fit or whatever. And I kind of see that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, with, you know, you try and seek things to make yourself more comfortable, like a fish out of water in the earth and like put your hope in all these things that are going to solve all your problems. But ultimately it's just kind of having that peace of knowing like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's okay. One day it'll all be made well and it's all going to be good. Right. It may not be perfect today or right now, but it will be. And he's in charge. He's got it. Yeah, definitely. I can relate to all of that for sure. Um, and I would love, and maybe, you know, this will kind of tie into your story too, but I would love to hear like when you first started identifying yourself as a Christian, like what kind of brought you to that point and what kind of brought you to that point of realizing that God fills the hole, so to speak. No, of course. Um, I think I kind of, my story is very much twofold in that sense as well. Um, because I was raised in a Christian family. We went to church three times, four times, like we were in church all the time. We (laughs) prayed every, every night before bed, did Bible studies, all that. So it was just one of those things that I was raised into and never second as a little kid. I don't really think you second guess like, Oh, there are other things to believe in. So, you know, at six years old, 
I knew that I wanted to go to heaven and that the way to go to heaven was to, you know, do the little ABCs they had taught me of, you know, saying that I wanted to be a Christian. And so I did that at a very young age. Um, but I would say it wasn't until later in my life that I actually like, I mean, I identified as a Christian from then on, I think that's really easy to say, like I identified as a Christian. Um, and I thought at that point, you know, I've accepted Christ. So I'm a Christian. It doesn't matter if I go to church or not or whatever, but I think it wasn't until later in my life that I really like actually realized there was a relationship available and like pursued a relationship and wanted that to be a part of my life with Jesus. So yeah, that's when I first started, but yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Since then, like, have there been like experiences or even just like things you've learned through, you know, life or what you've been through that have kind of shaped your view of God in a different way than like when you grew up or was it kind of just like confirming what you already learned? I don't know if that makes sense. No, totally. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it really can, because I think when I was little, what I learned was I want to get into heaven. So I'm going to believe in and like, I believe in God and I believe in Jesus. And I didn't think there was other stuff to believe in. So it was more just like fear-based. I want to get into heaven. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know there was like a relationship with Jesus available that he could guide me to make decisions that he could guide me through life to give me a purpose. Like, I did not know any of that was like, I mean, I don't really even think they can teach a six-year-old that. So it makes sense, but right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that was when I was little. And then actually my family stepped away from the church. So we, right after I became a Christian, I was six, my parents got divorced when I was seven. Um, and they stopped going to church cause they didn't feel comfortable in the church. Cause I mean, back then that was, you know, mm-hmm. very normal to kind of like shun the people that had that quote unquote, like sin of mm-hmm. divorce. And so it was really kind of hard for our family. Um, and for me, I just kind of was like, okay, well, I'm still a Christian cause I believe in God, but it wasn't, I wasn't really raised on any kind of biblical, like I was raised on the biblical teachings of like Bible stories, but I wasn't raised on like, I didn't develop into like, oh, I can pursue this relationship. I can do those things. And so it wasn't until I was in high school, actually, that I like kind of just lived my own life and made decisions that led me to a path of like heartbreak and just really not feeling like not great decisions um, that I really, that's when I like, realized, Hey, I've made lots of mistakes and I don't like where my path leads. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I kind of got to that place where I was like, I don't love where my path leads. I need someone's guidance. And I know that God is kind of the only really solution to that. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that's when I really like actually started pursuing a relationship with Christ and really just use like, you know, spent time in the word, spent time praying, spent time And I wasn't good at it at all by any means, but I think that's more what shaped me and gave me, um, started to really give me a purpose and give me, um, just guide me into like changing what I wanted to do with my life and those kind of things around. Yeah. That makes so much sense. I I resonate a lot with what you said. I think that's yeah. Kind of similar to what I experienced too. And you know, how, isn't it so interesting? Like when you said about the divorced parents and how that kind of pushed your family away from the church. I, we experienced that too with, you know, with my parents and and that too. And I think that can be so tricky as well. Like, um, I don't know if it's necessarily how the church would be today, but I know back in the day, it did seem like 
that was kind of taboo and you you were treated differently if that was the case. And I think that's what's, you know, a misconception of Christianity is that people are judgmental and harsh and unloving. And um, unfortunately, the church is made up of broken people who do act that way sometimes, but that's not who Jesus is. And so one thing I love about Christianity is that like really what it is, is just following who Jesus was and aiming to be that. And um, so really, even though like the church can be so judgmental, it's not supposed to be, and that's not who Jesus is or what he designed it to be. And so I think that's one of the, I don't know, misconceptions I love breaking down about Christianity is like, you know. Yeah, no. And it's helpful to realize like the church is going to be made up of imperfect people. They're going to make mistakes. And I think the church has evolved a lot and, you know, from that time till now, I mean, it's been 20 plus years and it's one of those things where like, I definitely don't feel judged walking in a church or anything, but yeah, you know, I can imagine that was difficult for my parents and I understand how they made that, you know, decision. It's like, it's imperfect people, but ultimately we all know that. And our goal is to be more like Christ. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's really cool too, that you, you know, found a way to make your faith your own and, and saw that it leads you to the path of life versus the path of destruction. Um, Cause I think that's a crossroads that like we all come to, you know, when we have to make that decision for ourselves. And sometimes we don't see it that our path is that we're currently on is going to lead to destruction. And so I think that's a huge blessing that you were able to recognize that in your own life and kind of choose a different path for yourself. Um, So that's neat. And obviously, you know, that doesn't make us perfect because we have chosen to walk with the Lord. But it does, the word says that it will, you know, he will lead us into the the path of light, you know? Yeah. I don't think it, yeah, I love that you point out. It doesn't make us perfect. I think it, it gives us more purpose though. I think that was what I noticed, like in following Christ, like I was, especially, it was like high schoolish time. And then I went to college where I really kept pursuing Christ. And like, for me, that was a huge part of my story of just like figuring out what I wanted to do with my life. And I went completely did a 180 and found that like God was calling me to a certain direction of like with health. Cause that's what I do now. It's like nutrition. And it was cool to just see where God, I think when God becomes really personal to you is when he like actually looks at like, you see where he's putting your strengths, your gifts, your talents. And like, even the hurt you've been through the brokenness you've been through and like those unique experiences that you've dealt with. And he's putting that into like weaving it into this story. So you can like use that to help other people. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And it's so true. It's like when you actually experience him personally impact you in the ways that you're uniquely gifted and crafted, like it makes you realize that he is real and he's working and he loves you. So that's really awesome that you were able to experience that in your life. And I, I know he desires that for all of us too. So yeah, I know it's the coolest thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so cool to watch it in other people as well as your own life. Um, yeah, so that's really sweet. Um, well, that's really encouraging to hear what he's done in your past. I would love to hear, like, is there anything he's been teaching you lately or like a favorite verse that comes to mind or something that you just want to share with the listeners? Of course. Yeah. I feel like (laughs) I've been in a huge season of a lot of change and a lot of um, waiting. So I feel like there's been kind of like 
quite a few lessons I've been taught lately. Um, if you don't mind me sharing them. Yeah, please do. Um, so yeah, obviously we're waiting on little boy to get here and, um, that has been fun. And it's a season that like, I've wanted to be a mother my whole life that I can remember. Um, and so it's really easy, I think, to get like, to get caught up in this, like, oh, it's going to be great when he's here. Um, just like, I think we can get caught up in like, it's going to be great when this happens in my marriage or when we get to this accomplishment or we get, we can finally buy a house or we, you know, just, it's so easy to just like get caught up in the waiting and like anticipation of the, of what's going to come that we like forget that like God's timing is perfect. And if he wanted my baby to be here already, he would be here already. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have gone into labor early. We would have gotten pregnant earlier, but like, nope, we are supposed to be in this season right now. And like in each season he's taught in that's in through this, he's kind of taught me like, okay, how can I be grateful for what is going on today right now? And how can I be thankful and what can I learn? Um, mm-hmm. And how each season kind of has that um, because his timing, you know, is perfect in that way. So that's been a huge one. Um, and then also just with how much change we've been through. I mean, obviously I feel like everyone in the last two years has been through probably a lot of change. So we're not, um, immune to that. And I'm not, my husband are not the only ones to experience this in the last two years. Mm -hmm. Um, but just like how much change we've been through. Um, we had always thought we were going to live in Nashville for our whole lives. We, my husband was born and raised there. I lived there since I was like seven. So we settled down there after college and thought we would live there. And we actually like right before COVID. So two years, right around two years ago, this time we like had signed a contract to build a house and build our dream house on land and all this stuff. And, um, we had only lived in it for 10 months before we ended up getting my husband ended up getting this job down in Georgia. And it was one of those things where I was like, well, I know I like had told my mom in the moment, I said, I feel like that little picture of that girl that's holding onto that teddy bear. And she's got like tears in her eyes. Cause she doesn't want to let go of like what God, like what she has. Um, cause at that time, like we had developed a really good community at church, really good friendships right around where we lived. We loved our house. We had our family all right next to us within 30 minutes everywhere. And so, but it's like in that picture, it's like the girl's holding on to a stuffed teddy bear and she's like crying. Cause God's sitting there and he's got an open hand, like asking her to give him the teddy bear, but behind his back, like what you can, she can't see it, but what like the picture you can see as the viewer is the big teddy bear. That's like brand new and shiny. And it's even bigger than the one she's holding. And I told my mom, I was like, that's how I feel like right now. And that was like five months ago, six months ago, right when we were moving. And it was like, so sad to let go of, but then the other day we were like walking into church, the new church that we're, we've joined now here in Georgia. And like, the fact that we walked in and like knew multiple people and had like conversations with people as we're walking in that like we did not know before. And I was like, God knew that these people, this church, this house, all these people in this community were sitting here waiting for us. Mm. And like, he knew that. And when we were upset about having to leave and say goodbye to everything, like he had all of this waiting here for us and we had no idea. And like, it just kind of shows like how good he is and like how much we can trust him. Mm-hmm. So that's been another big thing in this moment of just like reminding myself when I'm going through those like tough times where I'm like, what are you doing, Lord? Why are you making us move 10 months after we build a dream house? Or what are you doing? Just kind of reminding myself, like he's got this and yeah. So that's yeah. been, 
That's amazing. And I love that you brought up that picture. That's one of my favorite things. So if anyone's listening and hasn't seen the picture, I don't know. You could probably Google like Jesus girl, teddy bear or something. <laughs> I've tried like searching for it. It's really hard to find, but is it, it is really, I don't know. Yeah. I think you can Google it, but cause I've seen it on a lot of memes and things. Yeah. I don't know. People post it. And... Yeah. It's a good one, but yeah, I, I love that picture too. I think you did a good job of painting it for people too, if you can't find it, but yeah, it's, it's so true. It's like, we just want to cling to the things we see that are good and we don't realize God has so much bigger plans. And it's just a, a reminder to keep stepping out in faith. I mean, you guys literally living or leaving that situation in Nashville to follow, you know, this open door that God provided for you. That's so scary, but I'm really, you know, encouraged to hear that it was the right thing. You felt peace about it and that God clearly showed you like, this is what I've had for you. And I have plans for you and your family here. So yeah, that's right. And I think that like, so I think our pastor, we had um, always said like, God's not going to give you the whole picture, but he's going to show you the next step. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I remember that quote and kind of always remembered that as like, yep. Oh, I needed to hear that today too. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> yes. Know. It's so true. We, we, we want to see the full picture before we move. And that's just not always how it works. Cause if we did, it wouldn't really be true faith. When would I we think. Follow, would we follow it? I don't know. I, I don't know. I think the question is like, would we follow it? Sometimes he might show you the full picture and like, I don't, yeah, like it wouldn't be faith. You've got to like take that first step for him to show you the next step and the next step and to see what happens. Yeah. And it's interesting you say we might not follow it because that's so true. Like if God would have said, Hey, Abby, um, you and your husband are going to be living in Georgia away from your family in five years, you might be like, No, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe you said, I'm not going to build this house here in Nashville, but like the house that we built made it where financially we were able to like make the move. Like there was huge blessing there. So I don't know. I think, yeah, it kind of shows you like, yeah, I think, yeah. Would you follow it in, in that sense? Yeah. Like God knows what he's doing clearly. So (laughs) we just need to trust it. Yeah. That's cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for sharing those things going on in your life. And, um, I guess just to end on this note, I'm curious, how are you feeling about like stepping into motherhood and and entering into that journey? Um, I well, I'm very excited. I think I have wanted to be, like I said, I wanted to be a mom since I was little, like I was the like kid at in seven years at seven years old and they're like what do you want to do when you grow up like I literally in my heart was like mother um so I think this has been a huge calling that I've wanted for a long time but that does not mean I'm not like nervous and scared um for a lot of what is to come um and my husband I think he's wanted to be a dad his whole life but he hasn't had as much experience like I've nannied a little more and all that stuff so I think he's kind of more like gonna be literally thrown into it all um So we are feeling good, but I think also just, I'm trying to remember, like, as we step into a lot of unknowns, like, you know, will we be good parents? And we're going to have all those unknowns of like, how will we be as parents? How will we do X, Y, and Z? How will we discipline a toddler? Like, and then handle a teenager long-term. And like all those questions that we have about what it's going to look like. I think I'm just trying to remind myself, like, whenever I go through seasons like this, it helps that God always kind of shows me those seasons of like, remember when I was good in your life? Like, remember when I did this for you? And like, there was tons of unknown and tons of like 
stress or whatever angst, like I, I took care of it. Right. So like, I'm going to take care of this. And so that's what I try to like remind myself. Yeah. I think that's so true. Like remember the blessings, remember the past of what he's done. He's going to continue to be faithful because he doesn't change. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Um, that's really cool. And then another thing I like to even like in these moments of transition or, um, just anticipation where you're like, I don't know what's around the corner. You know, it's cool. Um, even hearing other people's stories. So, um, even someone just listening to your story and how God's been faithful in your life can be encouraged for what's coming up in their life, knowing that he's going to continue to bless all of his children and he just loves us. So, um, yeah, thanks for sharing your story and, and for being willing to just be vulnerable and share it. Cause I know it'll bless people. Of course. No, I'm happy to, and I hope it does. That's point of it all so yeah and yeah of course and us moms and moms to be can band together because it's a it's a wild ride it's a tough world out there I've heard (laughs) right now we're like really working on like my husband and I are really talking about like what boundaries have to get set um Mm, that's smart which is just a a very fun but hard conversation and yeah no we hard to know also when you don't even know how you're gonna feel or like how things are gonna go so right yeah it's it's pretty crazy the one thing I will say that I love about motherhood I think my favorite thing is that kids just um they just allow you to be so present like I've never been so in the moment in my life as I am as a mom Um, I just feel like I used to kind of be one of those people that, you know, was always looking for towards the future or looking at the past or, you know, waiting for the next thing. And kids really do ground you a lot in like, okay, one minute at a time, one day at a time, you know, we're living in the present. (laughs) I probably need more of that. So that's probably a good thing. Yeah. It's really cool. It's like probably one of my favorite things. So I'm excited for you. Yeah. We're excited. Awesome. Well, let me pray for us to close. Love to pray for you. Um, Dear God, thank you again for just bringing Abby um, along my path and for allowing us to chat today. I'm so thankful that she was able to share her story just of how you brought her from a place of just seeing you and heaven as salvation. Um, You brought her from that to, to seeing it as walking with you in a relationship that brings purpose and life and fulfillment even on earth today. So thank you for showing her that. Thank you for giving her the courage and the words to say, to share it with other people so that we can just walk encouraged by that truth today, God. Um, I loved hearing her story and I just pray for Abby and her delivery, that her labor would go smooth and that mom and baby would be healthy and that you would just fill her with so much joy and peace in the upcoming season of parenthood that you give her husband, um, just peace and and not knowing as much with kids and that you just give her everything she needs as well. We know that you're with her every step of the way. And we just love you for that Lord. It's in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Sparkle Speak. If you are interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at underscore sparklefaith underscore or at sparklefaith.com. There you can find information on upcoming events and speakers. And please feel free to reach out to us if you have a personal story of faith that you would be willing to share with us. We hope you tune in again next week and we hope your week is full of the sparkle we all need.
Want to learn more about God and his will for your life one verse at a time? I'm Quinise Petway, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. I'm inviting you to tune in and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.